0: So today to watch from us like bringing the bird in to plucking it was probably very, uh, like just hard for me to digest, but at the same time was very like good for me to see it, to understand what that actually meant because it never made sense to me. So from plucking the feather to cutting the skin, I didn't think that was that hard of a process, but now watching it going like, oh, you pluck it and you slice it and then you slowly use another small knife to like spare the flesh and do all that was eye-opening, nothing I'd ever seen before. Welcome to the Modern Carnivore Podcast, a guide for those interested in hearing more about hunting, fishing, and other paths to eating more responsibly. Now here's your host, Mark Norquist.
1: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Modern Carnivore Podcast. I invite you today to be part of a campfire discussion at our 2021 turkey hunting camp we recently held in north-central Minnesota. This is a program that the SCI Foundation and Modern Carnivore co-hosted. And we had a great weekend with people from all over that came in to learn how to hunt. Uh, We had many mentors there who were experienced turkey hunters. And I think it's pretty safe to say everybody across the board had a wonderful time. And I think you'll be able to hear that in the voices of these people in this podcast. Uh, So we did a drawing for a certain number of seats uh, or spots at this turkey hunting camp, and we, we set it up as a giveaway. And we ended up having two people from Texas who didn't know each other at all, but happened to be from the same area of Midland, Texas and Houston area, win and decide in a very short win of time that they would fly up to north central Minnesota and take part in this learn to hunt turkeys camp. And uh, we did a lot of pre-work on Hunting Camp Live and then uh, did a lot of, of in-the-field learning with mentors who uh, the new hunters were paired up with. And so you get to hear you know, the excitement in Don and Rhea's voices. So Don McShinsky and Rhea Stone are the two new hunters and uh, they're talking with their mentor, Nate. There's one thing I want to call out. You'll notice in the middle of our conversation, we actually all stopped and looked to the sky and saw something that most of us were not familiar with, which is apparently the SpaceX Starlink, which was this convoy of satellites going across the sky in a line. And I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, it's it's more than a little unsettling, I think. And uh, I just read the other day that apparently Elon Musk got the FCC approval for, for putting 7,500 of those satellites up in the sky, which definitely concerns me because it sure seems like it's... Uh, Going to ruin nighttime sky viewing. But, anyways, I digress as we did (laughs) during the uh, conversation around the campfire. But the important thing is to hear the excitement and the pure joy in the voices of Don and Rhea, but also Nate, who had a great time out in the woods and uh, chasing turkeys. And we just had a lot of fun. So, Join us around the campfire, listen in, and uh, thanks so much for listening. Okay, we are at uh, Turkey Camp 2021 up in North Central Minnesota. And uh, I've got a few friends with me here this evening who we're gonna share a story about today. Uh, But first I'd like them to to introduce themselves. And uh, why don't we start with this this gentleman on my left.
2: My name is Nathan Thome. I've hunted turkey since 2011 and uh, was approached by a friend that asked me to be a mentor for this guided hunt today.
3: Great. Hi, Don McShinsky came up from Midland, Texas for this mentored hunting experience. This was absolutely the first time in my life that I have been hunting. Thank you.
0: My name is Rhea Stone and today's my first day hunting so here we are May 8th of 2021 first time ever hunting and learning the basics of hunting and I have the best team ever to join me on the hunting trip. So I'm excited to talk about uh, what I learned today
1: and then we got a, a group of other hunters and mentors from today's hunt sitting around and uh they might ask a question or, or or add some commentary that might be difficult to hear on the podcast but uh i'll repeat the question if they do but uh, i just wanted to start with you know ria and and don sharing your a little bit of your journey in terms of what brought you to today so the two of you i met on social media when I was on a trip in Utah and I looked on LinkedIn and saw these people commenting about how they had won this turkey hunt and they're so excited and I thought they were two friends talking and I said and then I, I reached out or made a comment and I said that's so cool that you, you friends are, are, uh, are, are, are gonna come out for this and you're like I don't know her
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: So how did this, how did this play
3: out? what, what happened? We have a mutual friend, Sarah Sunger, who had recently been posted about a turkey hunt that she went on in Florida. And the lessons that she learned by learning to hunt turkey, she could apply in her personal life, her career, and how empowering it was for her as a female to learn how to hunt turkeys. And she had seen somewhere an advertisement for this and had shared it liberally on LinkedIn. And she has a very wide net network and said, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You're crazy if you don't sign up and at least put, get, put your hat there, you know, get, get your name in there for a chance at this. I've never heard of anything like this. And I was, first of all, I really respect everything that Sarah recommends. It's usually a home run. And it's been on my bucket list my entire life to learn how to hunt. But it's always a boyfriend, a brother, an ex-husband, or somebody, a friend who says, I'll take you hunting. You know what that means? It means they're gonna do all the work and i'm gonna show up in cute camo and probably get to pull trigger at some point point. and what is that that's not what i want i want to know how to independently hunt which means training certification permitting the entire trip planning it packing it learning how to track learning the naturalistic part of what we're in in this environment and then how to actually succeed at a hunt how to prep you you know the hunt um, so after you've made a, a killer or a harvest and then how to how to eat it and i have never in my life heard of a program that was comprehensive when she posted that on linkedin i think i write i'm all in in all capitals and Rhea, so did you
0: I think I'm, I, I I do remember that post. Uh, I remember her commenting because I think her post said something about her dad teaching her how to fish, and the dad said, "You don't need a man to teach you how to fish," etc. And that just caught my attention. And then I remember commenting on it going, I've never known how to change a tire in my life, to be honest with you. Like, a still call AAA if a tire ever goes flat, et cetera. And so we just kind of traded comments. And then I just decided that this was the time, because I've sponsored different hunts for our clients. I've sponsored different types of events for our clients, but I've never actually done one my own to experience it and just went ahead and signed up for it. But I just thought the the uh, communication on LinkedIn was just so um, so much, there, there was so much um, vulnerability that it allowed me to share with people that I'd never learned how to change even a tire or even learn how to hunt or do anything really. So that really inspired me to go ahead and sign up for it and that's how we ended up meeting each other. But we'd been connected on LinkedIn for a while. I just discovered
3: we have 432 mutual <laughs> connections. We live in the same town. It snowed once in Midland a couple of months ago, and I could throw a snowball and hit you.
0: (laughs) And it's like a big, small city, and it's very well known. So I just thought it was interesting. So we've traded tons of messages, and then we just ended up just signing up for it together. And it was interesting when we got the message like, hey, we won. I'm like, what? We won? we never never thought anything yeah me either (laughs) i have never won anything in my life like you talk about like going to the rodeo and like shooting things i'm like no we go through 20 games before i win that stupid hello kitty (laughs) on the the wall so i've never won anything in my life so like now i've got to earn it so i'm like what i won this and then here we are three weeks later so it was very quick april 15th i I, I couldn't
3: believe this was real yeah (laughs) so you both live where
0: Midland, Midland, Texas.
1: Midland, Te- <laughs> wow! That was in <laughs> so from Texas to to north, north Central Minnesota in three weeks, and now you got a new friend here. Oh, oh, we do.
0: On. We want to clarify. It's West Texas. West Texas is different from, like, the remainder of Texas in the fact that we're just in our own oilful community, which just makes us a little bit more special. In the, in the sense, like, it's not special. It's like a little bit more unique in that the type of people that we run into and the community and the values and everything else. So um, there's a lot more hunting because we do a lot more hunting in New Mexico and different states, et cetera. But it's just, uh, it's just a different, there's a community there that a lot of people don't recognize sometimes. It's a bubble. Yeah, it's a bubble. <laughs> yeah, it's a bubble. But it's definitely, we're part of Texas for sure.
1: But in sort of an industry area, everybody's sort of
3: connected. It's just impossible that we were already friends. So this yeah. Is, so now, but now I feel like we're we're gonna be best friends, for the rest of my life.
0: <laughs> we wear the same shoe size, the same beanies, and like
2: they show wait. up in the same boots.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, it's
3: creepy. It's creepy cool though. Creepy cool. <laughs> <laughs> we showed like, is that my boots? He's like, nope. I know you, you must have thought I was such a jerk. I stole your <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I was like,
0: are you wearing a boot
3: You know what you know what I try to do I was trying to out out nice her. I learned here in the Midwest, you guys try to out nice each other. Oh, <laughs> and so I was like, I was like, look at me, I'm, I'm spraying your boots for ticks right now. <laughs> You're like, no, so <laughs> <laughs> actually just my own boots. Awesome.
1: I hear you out nice each other. That's good. I, I like that. Uh, so what was the draw? I mean, three weeks time. That's a pretty short window of time to, yeah. to like... This should be called hunting boot camp. Um, but no, like three weeks, you don't, know, you don't know each other. You come up across the country. You, you get on a plane, fly across the country to head up into the middle of nowhere... And go hunting with a bunch of strangers.
2: I took them to nowhere today. You took
1: them to nowhere today. Yeah. You did, didn't you? I know. I know the area where you took them. Yes, which isn't too far. You weren't that far from my hunting shack, my family hunting shack that we've had for for a hundred years, and that's a great area.
3: I love that. Area. Everyone kept saying, "Where are you going?" And I'm like, "The middle of nowhere, Minnesota." <laughs> and I put my finger in the middle of it, and I'm like, "There." <laughs> Just it's so it's, it's 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 like we actually live in the middle of nowhere, Texas. And so this was kind of fun to go in the middle of nowhere of Minnesota.
1: This is Rhea did true. bring a bodyguard along, though, so it's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> mixed back over her shoulder.
3: <laughs> but this is, like, the middle of everywhere I want to be now that I've been here. Yeah. This is the most beautiful god's land. This is beautiful. Pretty nice.
2: We have, like, six months of winter that may change your mind.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, so Nate. What, uh, I mean, have you mentored new hunters before?
2: Yeah, last year I had the chance to uh, guide six new hunters on my own time last year. And they were all successful. Yeah. So it was very cool. Last year it was unbelievable. The birds were just hook, line, and sinker almost every time I went out. This year has been a tough year. And I'm not kidding. I I think maybe they had a really good hatch last spring. I think maybe a lot of females out of the hatch because I've seen more hens this year than I've ever seen. And I think those gobblers are just beat, <laughs> they're beat. They're all laying back having a cigar
3: <laughs>
2: for most of the day. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but uh, there's a lot of hens out there this year. Yeah. And I've seen more hens, I've had more close encounters. We had more close encounters with hens today than we did with any gobbler fivefold.
3: That was exciting too.
2: We saw lots of birds and close birds, yeah. but...
3: So, <clears throat> first hunt
1: ever, you could do turkey. Um, what do you think of this? I mean,
3: were you familiar with turkey hunting at all? Absolutely not. Nope, nope. I, I didn't know anything about hunting turkeys. But what was so important uh, was I, I think this would have been uh, not as rich of an experience if I hadn't had the training that you provided prior the um both re and i made the mistake of thinking hunter safety was like uh I don't know, like an hour webinar. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was twenty hours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, we were texting each other the whole time. So from the get go, from planning our travel to everything, we'd been messaging each other. I'm like, ah, I twenty think this hours, twenty minutes. Safety. No, this one's an hour. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, we both made the mistake of thinking that the gun safety course and training that was required was or the. You know. it was good it was really yeah. good I, I everyone i've there's a lot of different
3: hunter safety programs i found out out there and everyone doesn't really enjoy it and i really <laughs> enjoyed our hunter safety course um i really it was really good transitions and even though it's 20 hours it was very comprehensive but what
2: and this was the minnesota this safety was
3: the course minnesota DNR, so, but what but it was the hunter live where we learned about turkey hunting
0: Right, that's separate, but I want to clarify, like, yeah. what they say is 14-hour course at self-pace took us approximately about 20 hours, and that could be, I don't think it's a user thing as much as, I think that's the attention span that's required of a normal person, I'd like to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't, I don't want to say anything more than that.
3: Well, well but minute, I Give minute, yourself more the credit the than ends. that. <laughs> you know, you're not, I'm not like, there's my trigger finger, ready yeah. to hit next module, yeah. I'm like, oh, three more minutes passed. Yeah, but the you know, that was a nice comprehensive overview, but that went over archery, that went over handguns, that went over a very large mm. net for hunting. It was the hunting live course that focused on the turkeys themselves that gave the most preparation for this weekend.
0: I feel like that wasn't Tough at all. The course that you set forth for us, Mark, was actually pretty informative because I'd never used a turkey call before. And while I was going through the course, I felt like section three, where it folks on turkey calls, was so elaborate, uh, elaborate and. There's so much to take in. I just was like, every time I played it, I was like, oh my God, somebody's covering their ears up. But the whole time I was trying to focus on to attempt to learn. And if I hadn't made that attempt, I today wouldn't have even attempted to learn it myself in person. So I want to say there's value in that because you did such a good job of really categorizing what we need to learn and why it's important. Because not just what we need to learn, but why it's important, why it's critical that we change up the tones or... You know try different things so that made a big difference because yours is a little bit more explanatory on the the not just here's the lesson but why it's important you know because otherwise you're not going to get the bird that you want or the hunt that you want so that made the biggest difference in my opinion
3: it was really well professionally done yeah
0: it was, yeah, was, really it was very professionally done
1: so you uh you both come up from texas Last night was a whirlwind tour. You meet Nate.
2: I wasn't sure who I was taking to the field till. Yeah,
1: we had to change it up. So that's the fun part of doing events like this: is we got ads, deletes, changes, schedules, etc., up to the last minute. So Todd and I were reshuffling everything nonstop.
2: I was a little worried when I heard they were both non-hunters. <laughs>
3: Did you think you were going to die? <laughs> and they're from Texas.
2: <laughs> uh, Wait, I, I don't
0: see why that's funny. <laughs> he made sure that never got into the gun, the, the car, into well, yeah, the I got, truck. I, I, tell you guys, I went to go get my my uh, my
3: tags, and the lady, who, she, it must have been the first time ever getting me a tag at the holiday Buying gas, a license. The gas station. Yeah. And she's holding my Texas driver's license, and she said, "So, what country do you live in?" <laughs> I'm like, "United States of America."
1: <laughs> no, you your proper response would have been like, "Well, we do sort of think of ourselves That's as it. our own country." You have the yeah. Lone State.
3: Yeah. I, I uh, honestly. Away. Especially recently, we've really been thinking yeah. about as CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah then then she, goes, she goes, "What state do you live in?" And I'm like, "We are so proud of Texas that half of our driver's license isn't even our our picture or our no. address. It says Texas." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was, it, it, and I, I I gotta tell you guys, I was worried when we arrived. I thought, do they do everything slow in Minnesota? <laughs> it took it took an hour to get the car. The speed limit was only really sixty miles an hour. You know, <laughs> like getting out of Minneapolis, <laughs> and it took me an hour to get a, you know, a honey and permit. And I thought, I called my brother. He lived out here for a couple of years as a Mormon missionary, and I said. They do everything slow in Minnesota and he goes, Oh oh yeah. I think
2: it depends on which part of Minnesota. There are definitely areas where Minnesota time they, slows down.
3: He says they, they enjoy their life in Minnesota. Yeah. That's what he said. They enjoy their life. They a little more
2: relaxed. Right. Yeah. And and if you go to a neighbor out by some hunting land out in rural Minnesota and you're not gonna leave without at least six or eight cookies in you <laughs> and some coffee.
1: <laughs> exactly. So you met last night, made a plan. Head out in the woods. We had, we had, uh, what, we had 18 hunters we ended up with. We started, started. we had a bigger group, but we ended up with 18 hunters, 10 mentors. We got Joe Canella here, another mentor, sitting around the fire with us. And Jack, his son, a couple, couple great t- turkey hunters. And um, so you, what time did you get up this morning? What time did everybody get up? We got up at around three fifteen ish. Three fifteen, yeah, yeah.
2: So I've been doing this turkey hunting thing for a couple of weeks now, with, with the graces of my wife here. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I have everything lined up. I, ba- I literally got out of bed about ten to four this morning, and I just threw my clothes on and
0: ran out the door.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's what I did.
0: So at about three thirty a.m., just took a quick shower, just to wake myself up and then about 3.50 start laying on all the clothes so it was a process
1: <laughs> yeah well that first time you don't know it's it's sort of unsettling if you don't know what to expect yeah. right Not, I should mention yeah. that it was it's pretty Pretty cool. It was cold last <sighs> night. I was sleeping out in the ice house, and it was. Yeah. It was. It got down to twenty-five, is what they were saying. I don't yep. know what it actually. We had did,
2: twenty-six but. on the truck this morning.
0: Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. And then we drove out, and then I kept recording it. But it was twenty-seven <laughs> when we left, and it was really cold. Like, and I was bracing myself for the wind, but I, I actually took set us up about twelve minutes at least to put on three layers of clothing, and I actively went through like everything from undergarments to what I wanted was going to wear because I don't want to be the person who even delays our hunt by a minute or two minutes by not being prepared. (laughs) Yeah. So I woke up super early. They needed their
2: driver's license after he got a couple (laughs) miles from me.
0: Well, we didn't think that if we had our like like tag well, IDs and our license, yep. we didn't think we needed our actual driver's license. So you're from Texas,
2: huh? Sure you are. <laughs> well, we're
0: from Texas. Come on, how many Rio stones and Sean? I mean, Don, do you know that you actually come out from Texas to hunt in Minnesota? Well, so
3: well, you said something last night. We had a uh, prior to the hunt today. We had a great seminar and meet up on the night before. Yeah. And you, and you said, "Hey, you're probably gonna have trouble sleeping tonight before the hunt because you're gonna be so excited." Yeah. And I thought, fine. I was, like, Christmas Eve, like, wide awake. <laughs> I started, like, taking lots of melatonin, Benadryl, anything, and I couldn't sleep. I was so excited.
0: <laughs> I came in. I came in about midnight. I actually went to go out and have a, grab a bite to eat. And I didn't eat too much, but I just had, like, something light. But I was like, I'm going to go home or go back to the hotel and, like, get some rest. And then I slept for barely little, very little. But I woke up, so and I wanted to set some, some, t- some time to prep and make sure that I, everything fit and I wasn't going to look super weird walking out, not getting myself into a truck or anything, but I, th- I thought I did pretty good. Like, I was like, okay, by 425, I was up and ready, like, ready to go, so sometime, so three thirty, three forty is a good time to wake up, I, I heard 30
3: starts early, but I think if anyone, if you had told me huh, we were going to be up at 3.30 to hunt, I probably would not have signed up for this trip. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, glad I got,
0: I'm glad I got tricked into that. <laughs> well, <laughs> all that said, I just want to clarify one thing. Now, knowing what I know, I really wish i'd gone out much earlier In because life? by the time that we got out at four thirty oh. i I s- swear I could hear the birds oh. and everything already going. I really wish I'd gone up at three fifteen and gotten out of the door by four, so by four thirty we're at our hunting site because there was so much light and so much bird noises by the time I got there, I couldn't tell what I was hearing. And if I had gotten there a little bit earlier, I wouldn't have been so confused by all this whispering about like, oh, this is a crows versus a sparrow versus a, a, a duck versus a turkey. So I think in retrospect, I would have really loved to have just left the door at 4 and been there by 4.30. That's just what, my personal two cents. That's what told us. He said that's yeah. when
3: you, the magic of hunting... Is watching the world wake up. Mm-hmm. Had
1: you had, had the two of you ever been out in nature like that at that time to watch the world wake up?
0: No, I think maybe five five thirty when like we're traveling over like over overseas like in different countries to like watch the sunrise, but never to wake up for something like a hunting trip. For me personally, at least hunting trip or something like this you to didn't world, just go sit the in the woods no. and listen never
3: you know I was going to tell you so it was really cool um one of the coolest things about Nate I was he picked us up in his really awesome <laughs> big truck he was rocking ACDC this morning right <laughs> <laughs> he's rocking ACDC got stay morning. awake somehow <laughs> but uh, you know as uh, when you when you left me by my tree this morning and yep. and. I, and
2: I, I'm like, you had your firearm safety, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. Okay, you're going to sit over here because she's got an apprentice license, so I'm going to sit yeah. next to her.
3: But you know what's interesting? I was going to share this with you is I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big rock fan, and I go to a lot of uh, rock cruises, rock festivals all over the country, and I, I love I love a rock festival. And I felt like I was in a, I was in a nature rock festival this morning <laughs> as, as everything was waking up. Like they were, they were noisy. Yeah. Like there was like a hundred different animals. Like, and like, and I was, I felt like I was at a like a hard rock concert
0: of animals. This <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty true. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There was a lot and of noise out there.
1: Yeah. yeah. So That's you're like, out there. You're out there. You, what t- So, you, what time did you settle in?
2: I'd say we were out there about.
0: 5.15. 5.15. Okay. About 5.18, we were already out and everything. And, and we'd
2: heard our first gobble. By then, right after that
0: by then right so at we, that time we got at 5:15. correct me if i'm wrong we got at 5:15. you did the calls and yep. we heard it and then within three minutes like we moved so fast and i'm I was like so there's nervous. a gobble we're yep. going so i didn't and even we like, jumped
2: in the truck and we rolled
0: we didn't like I, I feel like i didn't even drink my coffee i was like okay got, got it like let's yep. let up our guns we're, we're ready and i was like ready to move like okay we're good so oh, by 5:18, we were out and set. What I mean set, like, we had already scoped up a, uh, a place to go sit for both Don and I and just go point in opposite directions, yep. all of that. Within three minutes, like, we moved fast. Did you
1: set any decoys or not?
2: No.
0: Okay. Not at that point. I no. didn't have time. Yeah, right.
2: It was getting daylight. I didn't want to risk being seen. And one thing that really kind of upset me is I knew they were a mile south or a mile north of where we parked to listen. Mm-hmm. So we ripped down the road. We get out of the truck i think one of you slammed a door and a gobbler went right above the truck lit up right above the truck like right there i'm like oh no <laughs> you know this has been my curse all year i'm not kidding you you can ask my wife and her brother i did it twice to them i said they usually roost over here but they could be over here you guys should be go- good over here and they set up and they're literally right above them you know and so I'm like, it's a curse of Nate. And then all of a sudden, one lit up across the, the wetland from us. And I'm like, we can get that bird, so we're going to go after him.
0: You were too kind. You didn't even tell me about the one of us. You were too busy.
2: You guys were too busy rifling through my truck, getting everything together to even notice. And I'm standing there, and I'm like... Oh my goodness.
3: I don't know really? who signs up to take people hunting for the first time, by the way. <laughs> like, what kind of masochist does that?
2: Like I should have mentioned don't slam the door on the truck.
3: Like I can think of a million things that could go wrong and you're like, oh I wanna I want I wanna like, that now
0: okay. But think that early, who cares about slamming the trucks? It's not like we're slamming slamming, no. but you're still like closing it. But, but it was us, it was yeah. right
2: it was right there, literally. Dang. And it never gobbled it a single time again after that. That was it. He shot up. Back in the days, that was the way to
1: actually make a turkey gobble. Yep. The old slam the truck or guard. hit the horn. <laughs> yeah. Hit the
2: horn on the car and they'll gobble.
1: But you honestly don't want the bird to be right there when you do
2: it. No. <laughs> like you said. And it was just my luck. My luck this year has been terrible. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you get out there just before shooting time. Yep. You get that gobbler right above you. Yep. Um,
2: but we had one, at least one, across the wetland from us. Okay. It's a wide open wetland. You know, anybody that knows too much about gobblers know they like to roost generally along wide open areas. It can be the edge of a field, it can be a lake, it can be a wetland. They like the noise to carry across that thing. Like, hey ladies, I'm over here, come find me. You know, they want that sound to carry. So.
1: So you get over there and uh, how long do you sit?
2: We sat. This gobbler annoyed the heck out of me because every other gobbler I've had this year is usually down by six ten-ish flying down or earlier. This guy stood up in the tree and gobbled till six forty-five, almost seven.
3: He had jokes, yeah. No kidding,
2: <laughs> he was making me mad. I'm like, seriously. And the hens were peeping all around us. We knew we were in. We were surrounded yeah. this morning. We literally were surrounded. And uh, so we just waited it out. I made a few soft peeps and he'd blow up in the tree over there. So I'm like, all right, he heard me. That's enough. And then the hens would be peeping over here and he'd be blowing up after them. And I'm like, this can't get any better. We got live de- live sound around me that just let him go at it. And I'm just going to be quiet. And then uh, I can let Rhea talk about this now too, What what happened.
0: It was, I want to say it's almost like two hours. So it wasn't until 7.15, but I think it was pretty cool because for me being the first time person, like first time experience hearing this, I could hear it in the back and I was like, okay, that's what you mean by a turkey turkey gobble. Mm -hmm. And then I could just hear him going at it. And it wasn't until he explained it to me that, okay, he's still high up. And then when about 7.05-ish, he finally came down and then i could hear the difference between the sound of the turkey gobble on ground level versus sky level which i didn't understand because even though i understand turkeys can fly i don't understand how that the gobble would sound differently and what that meant for us from our strategy or perspective or anything because it's it's my first time hunting period um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. And then how close and how far that somebody would be. Then what was really interesting was the what, what uh, Nate mentioned, which was the hands getting pretty... Um, vocal. Yeah. <laughs> you say vocal. You're, you're being nice about it. They actually kind of got... <laughs> they got weirdly, mad. Yeah, they really got like... Protective and territorial about us making any kind of calls, they'd be like, oh, no, we're pissed at you. Like, we're going to we're going to like now that's that's my my it's person my or my turkey." And oh, yeah. And it's just so interesting to watch that little political climate change while the sun was coming up in a matter of like 45 minutes between you know five hens one dominant hen and then nate and then me being a visual spectator and then don being somewhere you know facing in a different direction and us all virtually like just kind of observing all of a this
3: recording of this by the way oh yeah like you should bring your phone out i got else, i got phone. a that was incredible
0: sound bite of what we were hearing Very close. Very
2: close. I'm talking 50 yards or less. These hens. Now the gobbler was, the gobbler was probably 150, 200 yards away.
0: I still think that they were so close because he just wouldn't get off where he was. But yeah. it was all around us, so it was so critical. And then me being such a novice, like not even being such a novice, a absolute like beginner, I just stood still because I don't want to be the person who's messed up anything or screwed up anything for you myself well. or anybody else. I'm just like listen, observe, listen, observe, listen, observe, learn. So just sat there and just like watched everything, waited for him. But it was such an experience to go, okay, this makes sense. This is like watching the political dynamics in like a soap opera or like corporate politics. And like you're watching it in the forest at like 5.45 a.m. in the morning. And you hear the hens go, no, that's my rooster. No, this is not yours. And it's like so interesting. to watch may not all know about all this Rhea, dynamics.
3: she's a CEO of a very prominent company in Midland and I feel like you missed your real calling as a sniper. <laughs> you I, have, I have <laughs> pictures
2: of her against her tree and she's almost you can't tell.
3: And she's so, so still for so long. And I, I, I talked to her
2: it. about it too. You know, turkeys if they had a sense of smell you'd never shoot one. And their vision is amazing. And I told her if we have a bird put, if we can see that bird, he can see us twice as good. That's really how it is. And uh, we've seen a bird. Mm-hmm. You can talk about where it came from <laughs> and what happened, if you want. It was pr- <laughs> it was quite hilarious. Oh, no. The very first bird I knew that was near us, I heard a <laughs> and I look and here she's standing right by the bumper of my truck. I could see the, my truck just down the road and there's a hen just about under the bumper. I think she saw herself in the reflection on the bumper. And I think she was putting at that. And then she turns and comes right down the road. And earlier, I'm I so thought, it, the neighbor has horses next to where we were hunting. And earlier I said, about the farthest you can shoot, Ria, is see that pile of horse poo in the middle of the road? That's, that's about as far as you can shoot. So if it's on this side of that horse poo, you can shoot him i think what an, a,
0: i didn't expect it's like was, the, that was <laughs> no, she don't.
2: dropped her gloves earlier
0: <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know about it two hours later was yep. like hilarious the hilariousness of like all this craziness it's it just it's amazing because you don't expect such whispering and like such quietness to induce such you know uh humor into the situation but like here we are about maybe um i don't know about six ish six a.m and and we see this hen walk up and he tells me but i already heard it and i'm looking over mm-hmm. and then we see and i'm like still he goes be still i'm like okay i'm being still super still and then i already turned on my like like did the you know took the safety off just to make sure she like, had the you know. gun
2: pointed that direction you
0: yeah. know in case it had a and beard. The whole time yeah i'm like Does it have a beer? Does it have a beer? He's like, I can't tell. And he's like, okay, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. So I had point pointed and like ready. And then this beauty comes along, just waltz us along. And he tells me early in the morning, he's like, anywhere between the pile of poo and where we're sitting is fine.
2: It actually stops and looks at it and it's pecking at the road and looks at it. And it keeps coming.
3: I got to tell you, I was really missing (laughs) those gloves right about then, because it was cold. You were. (laughs) She doesn't even know she's she (laughs) No, no, well, well, I got so excited because you were like, I thought it was all going to happen really fast. I thought we were going to sit down and shoot birds and so
2: you the, were I, super ready I, I, I
3: threw my gloves off <laughs> I was not get the way I
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's why you threw them down <laughs> I didn't question because I was in a hurry I was like
3: I was like I need all the precision <laughs> I
0: can get no I think we all had this idea like oh 8am we're gonna all be like done with our birds going we come back and golf <laughs> I know. That's I probably just like a wishful have. thinking. But uh, so here we are, Mention, like though. super quietly tracking this bird. But this babe was like a beauty. Like she came along and she gave me all the Beautiful time in the world hen. to observe her because I had never seen a live hen in my life before. Like move that much gracefulness and just do what she did. She pecked over your gloves, which I thought was a pop so, of poop. We brought, a decoy. We, brought, we brought decoy poop. Luckily, I
2: didn't run off with them. <laughs>
0: I'm like, Shoot him! He's got my glove. And then I'm like, where, and then the whole time, I'm like, where is that beard they keep talking about? Is it like in like by the chin, the beard, or like in the chest? Like this is a novice hunter going. I know I've seen diagrams, but I'm supposed to be looking. I'm aiming. Should I? And then and then the whole time, I'm like. Don't pull the trigger. Don't pull the trigger. Something happens. He has to give you the go ahead. What mm-hmm. if something happens? And what if you get fine? Like, what if you, you do the wrong thing? You know, so the whole it's thing is scary. like, so yeah, weighty. Like, what, if, what, like, what if you do the wrong thing? Yeah. And then so it I'm was watching really, it.
2: really cool experience having a bird that close. Yeah. Not knowing so you, you were was there. there. Was
0: no, she was just like where you and I are sitting. Like she was where Nate's well, she was that close She actually maybe oh, where I he was, know, was sitting. Like yards. it was pretty, pretty close. Not very far. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could have, it's a clear I shot. I didn't
2: twitch, she didn't twitch, no, and that bird was feeding right there. Don, could you, no,
0: were I'm, you close enough
1: to see this or no, not? No, Don was no. not, she's,
2: I set her up just around the corner on another trail. We were on a T in the yeah. trail, and I had her around because the gobbler was actually Don's direction. Yeah. The one that I thought we could get. Yeah. 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 But I had one that was right by the truck, the direction <laughs> we were facing. And the, and the poo. And the poo, yeah, which was close. Yeah. <laughs> And she laughed for quite a while about that. <laughs> I said, you know that pile of poo? I think it's Don's gloves. <laughs> and she's
0: like, I the poo on you.
3: <laughs> I'm, with you. I I'm like, so glad uh, I <laughs> was like, it take off of my glove or, or poop on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part is that the hen
0: packed over is like, "Ah, eh,
3: here's camo. I'm moving. <laughs> well, yeah. the funny thing is, you know, the, you didn't have your camo gloves because you left them. So the camo worked. Your, your gloves hit themselves so good. <laughs> in the middle, they're still stuck in the middle. Uh,
1: so but, uh, how long? How long did you guys? So you, you had the hen come by, and then yep. any any other birds? Oh, or? absolutely.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. We so that a hen lot. went right behind Dawn, and then it started calling, and then I started calling, and I made her really mad. Immediately, she was gonna come kick my rear. <laughs> And I thought, well, okay, that's enough. You know, let her do her thing. And she was back there just calling like crazy. And I took two
3: ladies arguing was fun. Yeah, I
2: yeah. saw so <laughs> she'd do stuff, and I'd copy her perfectly. And she'd do it again, and I'd do it louder. And she was just getting mad.
0: It was like a a realist like a a weird like a market market like vegetable market like somebody's calling a higher price and somebody's going no 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 No. you're too cheap no no you're too pricey no your vegetables are bad it was so funny because he's telling me she's so mad at me, and i'm like i couldn't understand and sometimes it
2: works in your favor especially if there's a gobbler there because you make that hen mad to come check you out and she'll bring him along sometimes (laughs) but i knew he was still up in that stupid tree over there and he was not down yet
3: well, this, you so. know, what, being away from you, it was really fun for me to learn to distinguish and try to figure out who was the hen and who wasn't. Yeah, you, you,
2: you couldn't are, tell if it was you are me or are... so
3: good. Oh my god, you are so good at your calls. So, but you, I've heard
2: hens that sound so bad. <laughs> you think it's a hunter messing with you? I've heard hens squawking that I would have swore that's somebody with a box call that's so raspy. It's terrible. There's no way that's another hen. But she sounded beautiful. She was just a beautiful sounding hen this morning. It could, she was. Oh. <laughs> just anymore. like they're supposed to sound.
3: She, she, she was practicing that later in the day. We get noises. And it was, I was like, whoa. It was like a bad headboard or something. It was <laughs> terrible. got to keep working on that, <laughs> I, I
1: did.
0: She was getting better. <laughs> you got better. You got better. Thank you guys. Yep. And about 2 o'clock, I was like, I don't want to scare off any birds, but can I please practice? And I pulled out his.
2: And you were practicing just before we got that bird in the truck with the window down.
0: I did. Yeah. I actually, when we pulled, out, uh, pulled down the, or rolled down the window at the last site, I was actually doing the first call. I thought, yes, I, I thought you improved. Yeah, could good. I, I, was, I was proud of you. Yeah,
2: that was probably your best calling.
1: So, how many spots did you hunt today?
2: Um, let's see, one. Two, three, four, five.
1: Well, you hunted that many. Five mm-hmm. spots. Okay.
2: I got them in my back pocket.
1: Okay. <laughs> so you always were focused on that gobbler that's still treed.
2: Nope. We, we were we were focused on that gobbler that was still treed till about seven thirty.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: When did he? He him? come down somewhere 7.15, somewhere in that neighborhood. We heard him fly. I heard him fly. I don't think you both were able to distinguish the sound. I heard him fly, then we heard him gobble several times. I don't know, probably less than five times. And we heard hens going crazy. You know, you hear hens over there, and he shuts up. And he would not respond at all. We sat there till 7.30 or something like that, maybe. I knew you both had to be, I knew Don had to be cold. Because I gave Rhea some of my clothing to see. I knew that you were warmer, but you did not have gloves. You had thin pants on and a thinner coat. And so I was like she's got to be frozen over there and I, I was like, wasn't, I'm
3: fine I'm fine and, I wasn't fine
2: and I knew that
3: <laughs> the turkey had taken your gloves <laughs> 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 like I actually thought I was fine <laughs> until you put me in the warm car and I realized I had hypothermia you <laughs>
0: know <laughs> <laughs> I was like Whoa. <laughs> I think we all assume that when we got the The, the excitement of the
3: shock man you lose you like you like <clears throat> turn into a soldier so hyper- by the focus
2: <laughs> about the time I went over and got dawn she's 25 yards away but I could not physically see her she was just right there, but I couldn't see her. I went before that. We saw another hen. You know, we were yeah. up along a private horse pasture, and there was a green gate across the driveway there. And she walked just on the other side of the green gate and stood there and looked. And I called, and she looked, and I thought, okay, where's this gobbler that was by my truck? Because she came from over that direction where I parked. But no gobbler. I don't know where we, he went.
0: We definitely observed both the behaviors for a little bit, so that was pretty important for me because I've never seen them in their own natural habitat. But one thing I'll give Don kudos for is like once we set her down and so we set her down and I came back to our spot and sat down, we saw no movement like on both of our parts. Like we were still a statue. You're 25 yards apart
2: and we could make out each other in the brush. You came up
3: to me and um, you were stealth. Well, I I wanted to
2: be stealth. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like that gobbler could have been anywhere there.
3: (laughs) You know, I got to get my kids hunting because... They're so busy into these Call of Duty games and all their video games, and it doesn't hold a candle, I think, to, to the real deal. <laughs> it's sneaking up on your hunting partner.
2: <laughs> Luckily, your gun was pointed the other direction, so I wasn't too worried about it.
0: We did practice. I knew
2: I could duck if you were going to swing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we did practice firearms uh, firearm safety this morning, even as we sat down. We were yeah. like, hey. Do you know your range? Do you, yep. are you trained on this? You so can that shoot was tra- to
2: here to here mm-hmm. and here to here and no further than that pile of poo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's where, so I will, I'll give like, I mean, <laughs> Nate did such an amazing job of like telling us here to here is where you are. If this comes in your range, you are like here's what you want to do. You want to bat, you know, this to me. Or and if there's two
2: birds, let them walk past you, yeah. so the other person has a chance.
1: So you guys are in your first spot. What time? Did, what time did you leave? We
2: left about 7:30. Oh, you I'd did. Say. You left that early. Yeah, because okay. they were both cold. Yeah. And I'm like, I knew that birds were going to be on the field. Let's just take a drive. Yeah. You know, they they should be down by now, except for this one dummy <laughs> that was still <laughs> in the tree beside us the whole time. But anyway, so we took a drive, and we went a couple miles to the north because I wanted to get the truck warmed up, and we saw birds. There's some state land down the road. We saw three or four birds out behind a gleaner combine out out on some private property. State land was just across the road from them. I'm like, well, we could maybe come over here and make a call later, you know. And we drove a little bit further and seen a hen on the road right on the tar. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, well, there's got to be a gobbler somewhere over here too, you know, and uh, so we could maybe come here later. By the time we got back, we went back after that gobbler, after they warmed up. We went back after the original one for a little while. We sat back down, and we had two more hens come trucking by us. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, right after we sat down, one just came walking right along the trail again, and it's like they paid no attention to us, hardly. How close? How close? Well, that one was probably 50 yards. Wasn't right today on
3: was You've seen more hens in one more day than you've never seen in your mm-hmm. entire life. That's your next setup like this, Nate. Did you guys set up decoys? I
2: stuff? did. I brought out decoys the second time because I thought, well, that hen walked right by. Maybe she would have hung around because I've had decoys out before, and they just hunt and peck around those decoys. Like, there's nothing better than having a live decoy in with your decoys. Yeah. You know, so I thought, well, what am I? what am I going to hurt here at this point? I'm going to throw some decoys yeah. up.
0: I think we did that because me being the first-time hunter, like, I'm also emotionally attached to seeing this uh, this place before pre-dawn and then at dawn and then calling this, you know, this babe for like two hours you know whatever you want to call it like for two hours you know this gobbler for two hours yes i know (laughs) i kind of want to call it a babe so call for two hours (laughs) and then doesn't come down but it's interesting because every hour i felt like the landscape was different because every hour of light i feel like every time i came back i saw thanks to nate like what i learned was footprints or like what i learned was amazing like the when the turkey puffs up and does this whole scraping on the sand with their wings the and like when they pop up i had no idea that any of that like those are not things they that you learn and where
2: their wing tips actually off completely yeah. could estimate
0: how
3: big the turkey was based yeah. on the the prints in the mud and the foot
0: size and the wingspan those are things i would have never learned on any online course no matter what i do right so those were things so every hour as it shifted when we went back i was kind of more and more attached to this place and like okay i want to do something here so i,
2: I wanted it to happen there too but honestly it was it, the gobbler went silent there was no waking him
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh he was he could have been anywhere
1: yeah so you guys did a few more spots, yep. um, warmed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see many other birds? You, you saw some hands on the second one. Yep.
2: Then, yeah. Yep.
0: So on the first one, before we left, we saw a turkey like fly up, which is pretty oh, cool. Because yeah. I have never seen a turkey yeah, fly up. Yeah, we just So left. before we left, the first one, that's one thing I want to mention. is like <laughs> we saw this thing come out of nowhere. It gets high.
2: Yep, and they (laughs) Mm -hmm. could fly over the trees, right? You Mm -hmm. saw it (laughs) within 25 yards of us. It busted out of the brush. We didn't know it was there, and it was a hen. I didn't see any beard on it, but all I got a good look at was his tail flying away, you know, Mm -hmm. but anyway a big so, bird to be
1: flying
0: through the yeah air, isn't it? they but couldn't it was, believe it it was that, awkward looking yeah. but it was beautiful but yeah. it was right behind where we we're sitting for literally. A while too so that kind of threw me off i was bit. picking so, up
2: my decoys and we were just going to turn and head for yeah. the truck and <laughs> boom, i'm like what the heck <laughs> so we had birds all around us literally all morning yeah. literally was, hands were just wild i yeah. mean
0: but back to what don said earlier before i close out the first spot um i know we're wanting to talk about other stuff too was the the amount of noises we heard like i heard a woodpecker a mm-hmm. woodcock a mm-hmm. grouse like i'd never i didn't even understand the difference between grouse and like a real turkey and then like the whole thump, thump 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 and then for a long time i felt like it was broken because i couldn't hear the thump thump, thump the whole time <laughs> until later on and then hearing all the other uh trumpet swans and the turkeys and sandhill cranes um sandhill cranes and then to learn the difference between like a young you know jake versus like
2: we learned there was a jake up there with that gobbler at the very end Mm -hmm. when he was about to fly down something else lit up over there much higher pitched and he was trying to gobble it was really bad (laughs) (laughs) really really bad and he gobbled like three times and that was it and it had to be a jake over there with him yeah
0: he was trying i thought that was interesting like hearing all these different noises like I have no idea what to do with all these like things. Now I have to figure out which makes sense for me. So I thought that was pretty interesting. That's a neat
1: part, I think, of of also the spring hunt situation. Everything's coming back to life, and 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 we've got these amorous animals and birds out there, and and it's just it's a, it's a pretty neat time of year. You know, everybody's coming out of hibernation. From and it's the it's business. it's
2: breeding season for everything. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. nesting. It's breeding season, and it's go time for all those birds that just got here from down south you know mm-hmm. i
3: could imagine a better guide you, you, you know the I name know. of every plant every insect every bird uh, no. every gosh
0: <laughs> i would go every time like what's that and he'd be like this is this and every time i like repeat something and he'd be like, "It's the same thing and i'm like gosh thank god he didn't lose, lose patience with me because i'm like i asked you the three th- <laughs> same thing like I, three I, times
3: i don't think you ever, ever asked, asked him tell. what anything was and he didn't know he knew what everything was <laughs> You know how the dandelions Like Dandelions?
2: Huh, you know, that's you actually know? pretty cool. And yeah. the fact that Nate knows that stuff, a lot of people who've been hunting for a long, long time really aren't exactly. as observant about
3: nature. He was able to find a, a nest of duck eggs. Yep. Yeah, we watched a mallard that's fly. A, that's a
2: mallard cool. blew out out mm-hmm. of uh, out from underneath a little tiny white pine, and I'm like, "There's a nest right there."
0: question is like how does he know these things like how does he know there's even a nest there it was all I was selected. raised by wolves <laughs> so was I. We, 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 saw, we saw wolf tracks we saw bear tracks what
3: was that
2: movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he,
3: he knows things <laughs> know. what do you do I, I hunt and I know things <laughs> 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 I to,
1: just to show you that no matter how long you've been at this there's still so much to yeah learn. there's so much more to hunting mm-hmm. it's
2: cool there's you different know, watching that world wake up observing everything else around you if you didn't if you set your alarm for 7 a.m. every day what are you missing everything literally everything in the wildlife Unless my
3: world my fomo wasn't bad enough now i'm going <laughs> to be like oh man
2: you know what i mean it, it happens
3: yeah
2: 5 a.m
1: incredible and it is something where where um, nate is much more knowledgeable than than most hunters and that's why he's such a perfect mentor for for you two. but it is also there's there's something to learn no matter how long you've been doing it <laughs> there's something to learn every time every out. time i every go time. out i
2: learn something yeah. and every time you think you got it figured out it changes and it frustrates you
3: well, what was the quote that you gave today? And it
2: everything worked? goes wrong till it goes right. <laughs> and that's exactly how it is with turkey hunting. Okay. You can think there's not a bird around you, get up and boom, one blows up and oh, game over. Yeah. You know, he's got me.
0: I think I'm going to use an HR. Like everything goes wrong till it goes right. <laughs> it's,
3: it's, it's a
0: good idea for life. Right? With people yeah. like, yeah, everything goes wrong till it goes right. Let's just And then when
2: it goes right, it goes absolutely yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it did. It couldn't have went any better for Dawn.
1: Okay, so let's talk about the perfect situation. So you you what time did you go to your
0: last spot?
2: It was probably one thirty ish, I think. Maybe one forty five ish. I
0: wanna say it's two o'clock. It might have been two we o'clock. Got, by two twenty five we made the call.
2: That's right. So, yeah. I
0: don't even okay. know what time is what me. Oh, so. I I do. I was like, I'm I'm weirdly obsessed I, with time. I never so. lose
2: track of time, do I, Holly? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you get to the eye roll over there. Because <laughs> okay. I remember getting there around like one fifty-eight, like fifty-eight-ish, two o'clock, and going, okay, we've got another. Yeah. Well, we almost we almost <laughs> gave up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like we, we, like we've we got another hour. It. We're supposed to head back to so here.
2: we didn't talk oh, about yeah. the other screw up I had today too. What? Right? Yeah.
0: To Where
2: after we left our spot. We went to our third spot and we got out of the truck and I called right off the front bumper and there was a <laughs> gobbler literally right there on that private land.
3: You were sad about that.
2: I was sad about it because <laughs> I'm like, okay, the state land is on this side of the road. The gobbler's on this side. My truck's in between us. I have to move that truck. I have to, we can't just sit here and shoot towards the road with my truck there. <laughs> I'm not saying that's completely the, what you want to do, shoot towards the road, but the chances are he's going to come down that road, come down the ditch, right into us, and you gotta shoot him, Mm -hmm. you know? And uh, so I'm like, I gotta move my truck. It's a really nice truck. So we're all scrambling around, trying to get those two uh, in the trees on the public. (laughs) And I go and start my truck and he goes silent. I got out of the truck, he would not gobble again. He gobbled immediately when I, and he was close, really close. And I'm almost 100% sure he was coming. He was coming quick. And he probably saw me get in the truck and back it up.
3: You backed up fast, too. Yeah. Because
2: I knew it could happen that fast.
3: And is that the
0: last spot? No. Nope. No, this is the third spot, though. This like. was about 10 o'clock, 9.30. 10.30-ish. 10.30-ish. That 10.30-ish. That we, if you
2: get a gobble usually later in the morning or afternoon, <laughs> it's a bird that wants you, you know? And so I knew that. I'm like, this could be a dead bird right here if we can get this set up right quick. But it didn't work out.
3: It was exciting. It was Sad. very exciting. A lot of drama and emotion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Who knew?
2: You know, I, I at first I said, I'm like, I think I heard one. And I'm like, shh, shh, shh you know, be quiet. And then all of a sudden we all heard it and like, <gasps> we're running for everything, you know?
0: Like we all, all got over, like all quietly <laughs> hidden in the bush.
2: Quick, down the ditch in the woods.
0: We and then, oh, crap, my truck's right
2: there. <laughs> I got to move the truck.
0: Like, no joke, we are actually in the ditches, like, looking over the actual road, yep. hoping to catch this bird. And, then, and it
2: could work just that fast, but... Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but now on to the bird we got.
1: So,
0: the oh, look at so that. Oh, that. Gosh, oh! What is that? The, the stars are crossing satellite.
2: that. Oh, wow. Are you
1: kidding? That
2: never is did. crazy. That never is seen that fast.
1: A brainchild up there. Are you kidding me? That yeah, is, is
0: insane. That. I've
1: never seen that before.
0: That is moving That's at insane speed. Oh, is that up there every night?
3: No, it's just like recently <laughs> it's been up there. God,
0: so What's it?
1: It's a
2: train. It's a it's
3: a SpaceX, SpaceX, like satellite. anyone here, maybe we should describe what we're seeing in the sky yeah. right now. Why don't you Anybody? Go like, for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I have, I've got old eyeballs here. I can't. Okay, so uh,
1: we haven't John been drinking. John here just said it is SpaceX, <laughs> and uh, we're we're all looking up at the sky and seeing. A series of a caravan, a caravan of stars across Convoy. the sky, <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> satellites, <laughs> really. or satellites, really. Yeah. It looks yeah.
3: straight out of a science fiction oh. movie. Oh
0: yeah. my God! It's there's something going, and then there's,
3: there's stars moving there.
0: something going down. Something
3: going down.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess a plane. Must back. be a plane. Those are planes. Yeah. yeah. That, there, I don't like now, that. Is that that's wow. up there all the time now? Wow. Which one's a plane? It's Big Brother. They're gonna tell us where the turkeys are.
0: Because wow. I see everything moving Somebody just Arthur's crazy. It, cool. it looks like a Ryan's Yeah, I mean, is it literally going to keep going around the sky?
1: Like, no, it hasn't stopped. Somebody was telling me about it yesterday at the campground. It's
2: just yeah. like appearing over there. Yeah. It appears out of nothing.
1: Does it? Does it? <laughs> okay, so, turkey honey. So, <laughs> so, it's, so it's about 2 truth. o'clock. You guys are heading to your last spot. So. Yep. Is this similar terrain to what you've been hunting? Obviously Northwoods, Minnesota, you in pines, you in cutting, clear cut area? We were in a
2: clear cut with large red pine reserves.
1: Okay, gotcha.
2: And uh, it was a fresh clear cut. got any slash
1: piles nearby?
2: Yes, absolutely. Huge rocks, boulders, rocks all over, scraped clay on the snowmobile trail. It was a snowmobile trail that ran through there. And uh, huge boulders off to the sides of that trail from probably equipment pushing them out of the trail and uh slash piles and uh we got about 100 yards from the truck we went up and over a ridge from the truck so i knew if the birds were coming from that way he wasn't going to see the truck till he went over that ridge and he wasn't going to get past us to see the truck and i'd heard birds roost over that way about two weeks ago so i kind of knew there's birds in the area you know it, it, it's two in the afternoon you don't know where those birds are going to be anymore it's all it they could be anywhere and but i have learned that if you got a ridge or a straight section of trail ahead of you you call before you get to that ridge because you come over that ridge and they bust you it's over and so that's kind of what we did and i just we were kind of walking a little bit still kind of that direction and i just let out a couple chirps and he lit up over there and i'm like that's a gobble let's go get in this brush pile and we were quickly jumped in this brush pile and i know Rhea was fighting with a root ball behind her, trying to figure out how to f- sit here and get comfortable. And and uh, I know Don had her cushion. Oh,
0: yeah. And you had a, you had uh,
2: a rock uh, there? Or what were you sitting on? Yeah, you,
3: know, you may have the bougie camo pants, but I had the bougie c-
0: c- cushion. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to start by saying... I made the first turkey call there, even though it's was the most inappropriate one, probably. When we got to that side, I yeah. was like, I'm going to play around with this again. At the
2: truck. She had the <laughs> windows down, and she's chirping. <laughs>
0: Yep. You, this oh my, my first time under no. practicing. Oh,
3: okay. <laughs> we never got a
2: gobble from it. <laughs> okay, okay. And she wasn't super loud.
3: I felt cool. I felt but there's no
2: reason she couldn't moment. have got a gobble.
1: But, but you it. do know when she gets back to Midland, she's going to talk about calling, no. in, Go for calling it. in a turkey. I
0: cranked him all. right in. I just want to say I set the stage for when he got <laughs> in the truck <laughs> <like a> 20 <laughs> seconds later and he did it. It was like, oh, look. Yes, there is another end there. So but you it, jump
1: in the brush pile. Yes. And it, was, it happened very quickly, though. Yeah, okay, yeah. So pretty quickly yep. you, and and who sees the bird first
2: i was kind of standing up a little bit behind them i had them so that they could have their guns resting on the brush in front of them yeah. like we had a perfect brush pile in front of them. we were in a tucked in a hole and they could almost stand up and shoot if they had to almost you know but don had her gun in a position that was absolutely perfect for that bird you had a perfect rest there and i knew you were steady if you come in i seen him about a I don't know, 100 yards away maybe, down in a depression. And at first, when he gobbled, I thought he was pretty close. So I was really worried about getting seen. And it sounded like he was going away. He gobbled several times. And that's one thing I want to reiterate many times over is terrain makes such a difference on that gobble. He can sound so close, but he might be on a ridge over there. Then he sounds so far because he's in the valley. And then he sounds so close again because he's on that ridge. And I think that's what he did to us, because mm-hmm. he had us fooled for a little while. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't think he's coming anymore. He's gone away. And then all of a sudden, there he was. He's closer. But
3: It was so exciting watching you play that cat, cat and mouse game <laughs> with mm-hmm. him. It, it went on for a long time. So were you next to them, or did you go back?
2: I was literally right behind them. They, I had both of them right in front of me. Here's Rhea. Here's Don. And I'm right behind them, kind of standing up. Trying to see this bird because I didn't want too much motion. I knew that if I can just sink down slowly, once I see him, he's coming. Okay, get your guns up. It's time to get your guns up. And uh, I seen him coming. He's a mature gobbler. And uh, Don was the first one to see him up close. We heard him gobble probably 60 yards away. Then all of a sudden we could hear him spitting and drumming. We could hear boom. Boom! And he was could spinning both, around. Did you both hear that? They mm-hmm. couldn't see it,
1: but they could hear it. Mm-hmm. Was, it were, was your heart pounding at that point?
0: Oh my God! Are you cro- <laughs> like kidding? Like this is this is? I'm just like okay, safety's off. I'm ready. I'm I'm pointed, like ready to go. I think both of us were. Like yep. we're just on our like for well, a weird. while there.
3: Or the, 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 the early hunt with Gobble, I was, I was like, heart pump. Mm. <laughs> so excited this time by the time we've been doing oh. this all day long i was like coming to mama it's, it's gonna die
0: <laughs> she was actually joking about <laughs> it the previous trip like or the previous I, side i was felt like, in, my I was, I was in my zen i was in my zen i'm like i'm like it. we're eating turkey tonight I
3: mean, it was, <laughs> the
2: best part was is when you first saw it you're like wait, i see it i'm like i don't see it and then you're like yeah it's right there it's right behind that rock and i kind of did one of these things i'm like oh yeah you know there it is there it is and uh, he took two more steps and he was kind of doing this thing because I didn't have a decoy he was looking side to side like where's the girl where's the girl where's the girl and his head was straight out and I'm like take him wham and it was all over
0: Yep, and And I I
2: said take him and she shot just yeah. Immediately, like pow! I'm like, holy <laughs> crap!
0: I think we were already. At <laughs> well, you that know, point. what I found out, I can only have one turkey. I, I
3: had this. I was we, like, we she's talked, gonna take her time and we squeeze. We talked and, the oh, the about you know you may have an emotional attachment to your turkey, and I was like, I, I, I just knew that uh, this guy was <laughs> gonna be dead. Like I was mine. <laughs> <laughs> like I was well, I, I don't want him to suffer. So I was, I was gonna, I, was, I wanted it to be just a, a kill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, was there any BBs in the breast? I think she did a good head No, shot.
0: she did very oh, good, nice. like clean, from what I could tell. Sorry, I'm a amateur of the day. So. Yeah,
2: I think he, he was coming completely broadside to us. He stuck his head right out yeah. around that rock. I could see the whole body and the beard. And I said, take him, and you rolled him. And there he was just flipping around.
1: So what was the distance?
2: Maybe 20 Close. yards. 20 yeah. yards.
0: He was very close because he snuck up. He from snuck behind up. The I was gonna yeah. jump rock. in the bunker and hunt with us. Yeah. <laughs> I was like,
2: All right. I think on. he was gonna try and you know what sometimes those gobblers will do is they'll flank you and go around you. I think he was starting to do that and then he realized well wait there's a big flipping brush pile right there I can't go over that and so he started going the other way and he made the mistake of coming around that rock and and brush pile. That was
3: and, a. I felt. I mean that was a complete team effort a team experience. I really enjoyed that
0: I will say the energy shifted so quickly it was just like like what Don was saying like a boom 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 like even internally and it just went like oh my god we got him he's down he's down I was just like and here's <laughs> Nate going like he's Nate so excited and she's going like oh my god I'm you like okay we gotta old, get him like oh he's still flopping like what's going on it moved so quickly and I'm still amazed and impressed at how fast that happened and thankful and appreciative how quickly that moment transformed because it went from like anticipation anticipation like do you pull the trigger do you not and then it was like boom done okay all but, in less than maybe an 18 second span at the most but it felt like 18 minutes yeah but we were in and out he was so close
3: tagged was so great and out Nate with us too like yeah he, he knew exactly it was nice having that mentor mm-hmm. with us who was able to rapidly take care of this you know let us know this is the next step next 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 step. next step.
0: yeah like Nate you were amazing if I haven't told you that today like you moved so swiftly so confidently and like you knew everything and you guided us so perfectly couldn't have gone any better so thank you for that if I haven't already said thank you I try to know the areas (laughs)
2: that we haunted that's and you know unfortunately a lot of our mentors didn't have that option you know that's why I might have drove us a little further than most people today But I knew the area. I hunted there just a couple weeks ago. The spot we went early this morning, I never hunted. But I had hunted there last year, so I knew the area.
0: Either way, thank you for, like, how attentive you were to both. uh, I can't speak for Don, but, like, Don and I, like, you made sure that I was comfortable, safe the whole time, and was learning everything along so the way it's a you very realistic yeah.
3: experience I, I felt like Beautiful. we we got experience the the conservation efforts that you know we can see the hunters of minnesota making mm-hmm. we were able to see a lot of the, the nature and the, the beauty of just the sportsmanship of being out mm-hmm. there wow you know it's one of the things i was bragging about your, your program even before i even had a chance to experience it was just the emphasis on sustainability so i work in oil and gas and going forward, the real future for energy is going to be sustainability, sustainability in your practices. What a incredible program that takes you not only through the hunting experience, but also into enjoying the meal and how to cook it. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't have wanted to miss that for the world. It's incredible.
1: It's an enjoyable incredible. part, you know, and it's, and it's something that everybody can relate to absolutely and, and understand a good meal who doesn't want a good meal and, I just don't think and I there, could
3: there are wrong as well as ways
2: to cook, cook a wild bird <laughs> oh, or a wild I, animal you know
3: too. i'm really good at wrong answers It's <laughs> my superpower and so he says all right so who, who here knows how to cook this turkey now i'm like I do. Air fryer. <laughs> I thought he was going to stab me with a knife. <laughs> he was like, wrong. No. <laughs> He's like, you leave. No. Yeah. You know, so he, he taught all of us. All of us. Okay, Every one of us learned. Every one of us learned. Even
2: yeah. those of us that have been doing it for a while. It was, it was really neat learning from Jamie.
1: So he slow cooked those legs and thighs last night with cedar. And all and a few simple spices, but it was oh my gosh, it was so good. We came this morning and checked it out and took a bite, and it was just like amazing. And then yeah. the, the, how he made it up for the for the taco.
3: I've never had a taco in my life that didn't have extras in it, like extra sauce, extra condiments. This and this was just the meat, and it was. The best thing I've ever had in my life.
0: There enough acid in it with the apple cider vinegar, the yep. you know That's cider, yeah. And then you've got these yep. other spices that he broke it down with. Now, one meal so we had today was perfectly seasoned, cooked. There was not a lot of game taste. That yeah.
3: one thing was tough. Everything was juicy and mm-hmm. and soft. Yeah. How? How? From a wild bird? You have to be careful uh-huh. with legs and thighs. I'll say that
1: you don't just throw them on the grill. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Well, and then Greg brought. <laughs> smoked sturgeon oh, wow. smoked uh, uh um redfish uh um, or uh, red horse uh, uh uh sauce oh my gosh what's uh, a red, ho- uh, red horse it's or
0: a fish? it's
1: a rough fish it's a sucker oh, sucker. sucker yep yep it's a
2: bottom, a bottom feeder.
1: feeder bottom feeder that you can i don't know Send what's what's the limit unlimited probably yeah it's yeah. a rough fish yeah. so oh. so yeah you just go get those and, and spear them and or bow fish for them mm. and and uh yeah weren't they amazing yeah
0: everybody was just i mean ready i ready think about. we finished all off so yeah. I, oh, yeah. I think oh, we well, don't I have I a problem a little, with any of that
3: <laughs> what was so <laughs> neat about what jamie did for some us of the was bones this if, if you had just presented the meals to me i would have no confidence to recreate any of those dishes but he took us through step by step his process his ingredients and i feel like i could make a great meal out of a turkey now absolutely
0: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and there's so many ways you can cook a turkey.
3: And so we, I wish I was here. You could you could use the whole turkey. Like we didn't. Uh, you can use the whole you, turkey.
1: You could roast it, you know, at, at like like a regular Thanksgiving turkey. It's ch- it's challenging, it's difficult, and and it's because those legs are so sinewy and they've got mm-hmm. such such, you know, th- those birds are running all the time. They're, they're yeah.
3: they
2: got and,
1: legs.
3: Yeah, the two things for me. I like intimidated me to learn how to hunt. Number one was the weapon. I have I had a great fear of screwing up. It's screwing up's mm-hmm. deadly, and that terrified me. So conquering the fear of the weapon was incredible. And the next fear was I've never carved anything. I've never opened mm-hmm. the skin up. I've never taken entrails out. I've I have no idea what to do with a dead animal. And he broke it down clean and simple and. I have complete confidence now. Yeah. Like a
0: bird. I think there's a Asian saying that we're like, you know, uh, when you love your parents, you actually like, I don't know the little translation to it, but it's like you beat them up a chicken and like you serve it to them in a nice curry or some kind. So the, the idea is that you learn how to, uh, kill a live chicken, pluck the feathers, skin it and debone it and then serve it up in a dish of some some kind. And I've never been able to understand it or do it. So mm-hmm. today to watch from us like bringing the bird in to plucking it was probably very uh, like just hard for me to digest, but at the same time was very like good for me to see it. To understand what that actually meant, because it never made sense to me. So from plucking the feather to cutting the skin, I didn't think that was that hard of a process. But now watching it, going like, oh, you pluck it and you slice it, and then you slowly use another small knife to like spare the flesh and do all that, was eye opening. Nothing I'd ever seen before. Never seen While that. it was like, yeah. oh my god, what am I seeing? That was a gut wrenching part. It was so good for me to see it and go, oh, it's not that bad. This not rise in the grocery store is a skinless. This is what the skin means and this where they're scoring it. And then to watch the tendons being cut off, I'm like, oh. Not as scary as I thought it would be in my head. Oh, not scary at all. You know? Easy. So yeah. thankful for that experience too. That's
1: great. So you think uh you think you too will continue to hunt?
0: <laughs> for sure I
2: think these two are gonna go on some adventures together
0: <laughs> yeah
3: I but can tell was. you
2: right now it wasn't too dull maybe, out maybe, there.
3: maybe the world was trying, maybe, <laughs> maybe the world was trying to keep us apart for a while now that we're together you guys are all in trouble
0: like we already talked about like going hunting on different things in which states and what kind of hunting and well I just realized
3: now that okay this was a great baby step yeah okay yeah. What, okay let's, what's next let's, yeah. let, I want you know, I can tell this is gonna be a, a lifelong. Sport yeah. and something that uh, I can do sustainably. I yeah. can I can eat everything I hunt. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. we have the education, we have the licenses. Now we have the gear. Thanks. And now we, the we have sister. friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> friends. <laughs> and now we're like, hey, you want to come over? Like, okay, let's head out this way to New Mexico You're or to talk Oklahoma.
3: And our group, had taken us ice fishing. That's great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we had already okay. made plans for that. I was like, hey, you want to go? Awesome. Like, okay. Come on <laughs> up, Montana. Let's, go. let's <laughs> do it.
1: Let's do it. Exactly. <laughs>
0: What a community.
3: Thanks, you guys, for inviting us into it.
2: It's been an adventure.
0: Thanks for listening to the Modern Carnivore Podcast. You can continue the journey by going to modcarn.com.